Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome into the Fan Afternoon Show Wednesday. Sam Schmitz along with Adam Roberts in with you this afternoon. We are broadcasting live from the Lakeland University studios, offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Today on the Fan Afternoon Show, going to start right away by kicking things off with Packers training camp. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about David Bakhtiari as well. We'll talk with Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette at 345 as well. Talk about Packers training camp. We'll also do... An early edition of Knight's Gourmet Popcorn Draft Mockery. We'll be doing that at about 3.30-ish because of the Gene Widener Plumbing Baseball postgame show. Afterwards, we'll recap Brewers Twins. We'll also give you guys a shot to win four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets around 5 o'clock as well. So make sure to stay tuned to the Fan Afternoon Show for your chance to win four free Wisconsin State Fair tickets again. We'll, we'll be doing all the way until August 3rd for your for your guys' chance to win those free tickets. Now, as I mentioned before, we're going to talk some Packers here in just about a minute or so, but I do want to mention that we do have Game 2 Brewers Twins going on, and once again, per tradition of the former host that I used to work with, Rami Makhlouf, if you hear good things happen during the Brewer game, we will give you updates. And when you when, when good things happen, you used to hear the Shakira Zagruta, but I always wanted to do this instead. That is Travin Brown Deer's uh, attempted as a Gruta. So when good things happen, once again, you will hear this. And when bad things happen, you will hear this. Which is a group of peacocks. An actual peacock. Myself doing a peacock impersonation. A couple callers. I know Kavika and Maui. Uh, That was like when the St. Peter's peacocks were going on in the, the NCAA tournament. So we had a little bit of fun. So... The reason I play that, though, right now is right before we came back on the air to start the fan afternoon show, Rowdy Telez getting hot, which he really needs to start doing. Rowdy Telez with his second three-run homer of the day, so six RBIs today for Rowdy Telez. Great, great sign for him. Hopefully he can continue to get the batting average up. But right now, Brewers are leading 8-3, to three, top of the fifth. We'll dive into that more later on with the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show with Tim Allen as soon as the last pitch you make the switch to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show. But asking you guys to start off the show, 414-799-1250. We are talking Green Bay Packers as training camp kicks off today. But the main story from training camp is none other than Packers left tackle, David Bakhtiari. I know we spent a lot of time talking about him yesterday. What concerned you more going into the season, whether or not it was the wide receivers or the offensive line as a whole because of David Bakhtiari and Eldon Jenkins trying to come back from injury. But, Today, we got even more news about David Bakhtiari, none other than from Brian Gutekunst and from Matt LaFleur and David Bakhtiari himself. This is what Brian This is what Brian Gutekunst had to say, but before I do, I want to remind you guys, asking you guys right now, 414-799-1250 or tweet us at 1250 and the fan. How confident are you in David Bakhtiari being ready for week one of the Packers 2022 season? I'll give you guys my thoughts in just a couple of minutes, but here's what Brian Gutekunst had to say earlier today at Packers training camp about David Bakhtiari. You know, I, I mean, we're not going to put a timetable on it, but what I will say is, like, you know, Dave had a very significant injury, uh, much more than just an ACL way back uh, when it occurred. I thought he busted his tail to get back last season. And then as we went through um, as we went through that, that last game versus Detroit, you know, I think <clears throat> when he came out of that, it, you know, he wasn't particularly happy with how he responded. 
and um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, he did have another procedure, and so um, yeah, in the off season. But I think that uh, you know we're we're cautiously optimistic. That was Packers GM Braden Gudikins talking about David Bakhtiari's recovery. This is what Packers head coach Matt Lafleur had to say about David Bakhtiari as well. Yeah, well, I know we've talked about this quite a bit. Um, I can tell you this. You know, I'm not a doctor, and I, that's not my expertise. So uh, as soon as they clear him, then he'll be ready to go. I can tell you, though, from what I've seen, uh, I know Dave's doing everything he can, and um, I know Goody kind of got into, you know, what transpired and, you know, prior to us even starting the off season. So, you know, the, none of these are just always clear-cut, and some guys recover at a different rate or, you know, have there's different variances in terms of some of those injuries and, and just and how severe they are and unfortunately he had he had a pretty big injury once again Packers head coach Matt LaFleur talking about David Bakhtiari's injury at Packers training camp today asking you guys 414-799-1250 or you can tweet us at 1250 and the fan how confident are you and David Bakhtiari being ready to go for week one because we all know that in order to be activated during training camp from the pup list, you need to be on the pup list to begin training camp. And that's what the Packers did. And that sent a lot of um, unfortunate, unfortunate shivers down some Packers fans spines, because we all thought that at this point, Bakhtiari would have been okay to go by this time. And hopefully he'd be participating in activities and stuff like that. But unfortunately, as you heard from Brian Gudikins a couple of minutes ago, it's not over for David Bakhtiari. He had another procedure, unfortunately on that knee. So obviously still trying to work some things out medically and trying to figure things out and trying to get back in the field, but it is still an uphill battle for David Bakhtiari. And the Packers are going to need David Bakhtiari if they're going to win a Super Bowl. They're going to need Elton Jenkins too, but these guys are both recovering from serious injuries. And it's it, like I said, I feel like as fans overall in how we watch sports now, after what happened with Adrian Peterson and other athletes after him suffering ACL injuries, I feel like we kind of got spoiled. We kind of forgot about how hard it can be to recover from an ACL injury because a lot of the time, and especially after what we saw from Adrian Peterson, who I realize is just a freak of an athlete, that I think we all realize nowadays, like, or we all assume that, well, if this guy suffers an ACL injury, he'll be good to go from like a year, at least from a year now, if not earlier. But clearly it's not the case with all these athletes. And now David Bakhtiari is kind of still recovering from stuff like this. And unfortunately... It's not even an ACL injury that Bakhtiari is really working with right now. According to that dude on the Packers beat, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, Ryan Wood also tweeted out today, David Bakhtiari said he made an important clarification about what exactly he's recovering from. David Bakhtiari, quote, said, it's not really an ACL issue that's been actually, that's actually been a long time ago. We put that chapter to bed. There's just other issues we're, na we're navigating around, things I'm learning. So... <laughs> This uh, other procedure that Brian Gudikins talked about earlier today at Packers training camp, and then you hear from David Bakhtiari that, well, it's not the ACL injury anymore, really. It's other stuff in that knee that's that's bothering me. I don't know, guys. I, I would like to think and assume that David Bakhtiari is going to be ready to go for week one, but I, I, he's, I, I just don't – I'd be surprised if he's even ready for like week four or five. I'd be surprised if he didn't start the season on the pup list, to be honest. So hopefully he's all good to go. The Packers are definitely going to need him, especially – once they make their way into the playoffs later on this season as well. But we're asking you guys, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AM, the fan. How confident are you in David Bakhtiari being ready to go for week one? And if you're not confident at all, you can also talk about when you expect him to be back as well. Like I said, I'm probably at this point expecting him to miss the first couple weeks of the season, and hopefully he can be ready to go. The last thing I want is for him to go out there again, like, like last year, and play a game, and then all of a sudden we're dealing with nagging injuries again. And he's not, you know, he can't stay on the field consistently for the rest of the season. Just make sure that David Bakhtiari, if you're the Packers training staff, just make sure that that guy, once he's on the field, he's good to go. Asking you guys, 414-799-1250, how confident are you that David Bakhtiari will be ready to go for week one? On Twitter, at 1250 AM, the fan, RJ tweets in, not at all confident. He's got a history, which I guess. Uh, Carmelo on Twitter Tweets at 12.50 a.m. the fan. He said, put a brace on that fat head, referring to the picture that we posted. All right. And then Brock on Twitter at 12.50 a.m. the fan tweets a gif of none, zero. And also JR on at 12.50 a.m. the fan also agrees with him. He says zero confidence 
and David Bakhtiari being ready for week one, which is just really unfortunate, guys. This is what I was talking about. We'll talk about this and more with Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette at 345. But this is when we were talking about what concerns you more going into the season next year. Is it the wide receivers or the offensive line? This is why I made a pretty strong argument to try to convince some people that the offensive line should be like, if not 1B, like it should be number 1A along with the wide receivers. Because if one of these guys goes down while we're waiting for Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari to come back, I like I like John Runyon. I like Josh Nijman. I like Josh Myers. I like Cole Van Lannan. I like the rookie that they drafted out of UCLA, Sean Ryan. I like a lot of these guys. I like Royce Newman. But at the end of the day, if one of those guys goes down while you're waiting for David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins to come back, you could run into some problems. And I know that the Packers have done a great job of developing offensive linemen. They're kind of like, I put it this way yesterday, they're kind of like the Milwaukee Brewers of developing offensive linemen when it comes to how they can take a guy who's been drafted late in the draft and they can turn him into pretty much a legit starter. I mean, I know John Runyon's dad played in the NFL, but look at him. He's pretty much your left guard, no questions about it. But it's going to be a lot. It's going to get messy if these guys are waiting for Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins to come back still, and unfortunately somebody gets injured, which on the offensive line, you almost have to like expect at least an injury or two, if not multiple. And looking at the tweets from Packers training camp today from Ryan Wood and everybody else in the Packers media, it, it, it just sounds like everybody's going to have to learn every position on the offensive line outside of Josh Myers. And if that's the case, I get it, but you would just like to have guys that are, that are locked in at their position and not have to worry about focusing on too much at the end of the day. 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. How confident are you guys in David Bakhtiari being ready to go for week one? Let's go to Facebook and a whole bunch of zero percents as well. Unfortunately, Jeremiah thinks he won't play for Green Bay at all. I don't. I wouldn't go that far. Certainly not. Let's go out to the phone lines. Go to Joel on the south side. Joel, you're on the afternoon show. Hey, I think uh, I think Bakhtiari is done, and I think he knows it. Um, I don't think he's motivated to say that, obviously, because he would, you know, stand to lose a lot of money if he retires or whatever the case. So he's going to do what he's got to do as far as like quote rehabbing and getting back to his form but I just think like you know last year was an indicator of what it is like he came back for one game and then he couldn't go in the playoffs like that hurt and I think if you have Bakhtiari against the Niners I think you win I mean the pressure that they gave obviously the Packers you know struggled with and so him being one of the highest paid offensive linemen in the league and he can't go, that's a big hit. And so I just think moving forward, like, I don't know what you do because you got a lot of money in him. But to me, I think he's done and I think he knows it, but he's not going to say it because he stands to lose a lot of money if he does so. Yeah, and Joel, I'll keep you here because my initial question I wanted to ask you guys to to start the show about David Bakhtiari, and I think I kind of know where you're going based on your answer and all that. I, I was going to say, like, how confident are you that if he comes back that he could even be – close to because he's obviously probably never going to be you know arguably the best left tackle when he does come back from these injuries because I, th- I do think they're you're partially right that this is just going to bother him probably the rest of his career unfortunately but how close do you think that or how good do you think he can be if he does come back so if he comes back I think he's just a guy I don't think he's going to be one of the best you know left tackles in the league like he was um, I think there's also the the part of him being close with Aaron Rodgers and so how much does that play a factor where, you know, we know that the Packers want to, you know, give Rodgers what he wants. He, he likes Bakhtiari. So I think that's part of it as far as maybe the Packers know something that eh, he's not right, but this is Rodgers' guy, so we want to keep him kind of thing. So if he does come back, I just think he's a guy. And for your left tackle, you want more than just a guy. Right. Joel, appreciate the phone call, man. Once again, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 and the fan. How confident are you in David Bakhtiari being ready for week one? And if you're not confident at all, when do you kind of want to hear from you guys? When do you expect him to be back? Or when are you hoping that David Bakhtiari does return for the Green Bay Packers? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 and the fan. Going to take a break here, and we're going to get into draft mockery. So we'll continue to talk about this, but we're going to knock out draft mockery real quick because of the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show and everything that we got coming up afterwards in the show. So... 
about 3.30 before Pete Doherty at 3.45. We'll continue to talk about this Dave Bakhtiari topic, but Bathtub Matt, our contestant today for Draft Mockery, is at the Brewer game, so I don't want to keep him waiting too long. But I do want to remind you guys before we hit the break that uh, Night's Gourmet Popcorn will be at German Fest this weekend, so make sure to check them out there. German Fest is going to be a lot of fun, but you can also enjoy some fresh Night's Gourmet Popcorn as well when you're there. And make sure when you do go to Night's Gourmet Popcorn there at German Fest, if you stop by, make sure to mention 1250 AM The Fan. You'll find yourself 20% off as well. We'll hit a break here. We'll continue to talk about David Bakhtiari as well. But coming up next, it is Night's Gourmet Popcorn Draft Mockery here on 1250 AM The Fan. Come on now and try to understand the way this pop. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Corn feels in my hand. Take a scoop and put it in your mouth. And eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Ow, 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 ow. Gourmet Nights Popcorn. I mean Nights Gourmet Popcorn. They've got caramel corn and sweet cherry corn. And double cheddar cheese. Double cheddar cheese. Double yeah yeah you have some nights gourmet popcorn try that night gourmet popcorn cherry sweet corn or milwaukee mix you gotta have nice gourmet popcorn yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah 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 it is that time here on the afternoon show for Night's Gourmet Popcorn. Doing a little early because obviously we have the Gene Meidinger Plumbing Baseball postgame show coming up. So do want to get into it real quick. We'll dive, in, dive back into the David Bakhtiari talk as well right after this before Pete Doherty at 345. But before we do, got to let you guys know. Good things keep on happening for those Milwaukee Brewers. Now up 10-3 in the fifth inning. Luis Urias also with a two-run home run as well. So... Brewers still trying to put up some runs, too, in the bottom of the fifth inning. But joining us today for Draft Mockery, who is also at the Brewer game, it is Bathtub Matt, who's been dying to do this for multiple days. Bathtub Matt, how are you doing today? I've been been dying to do this for multiple months. I like it. I like it. Real quick, though, before we do get into today's draft, let's got to dive into yesterday's draft. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that Knight's Gourmet Popcorn, providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. Make sure to mention 1250 AM The Fan for 20% off when you go there. Also, a reminder that Knight's Gourmet Popcorn will be at German Fest this weekend, so make sure to check them out there as well. All right, yesterday's draft between Adam, myself, and Evan Heffelfinger is still going on, but I think we're going to end it. If it changes, I'll update the standings. But This is honestly a close one. Yeah, we should probably end these, though, before the show starts. Um, but for right now, I have a 1% lead against Evan Heffelfinger. We did ice cream trucks to ice, ice cream truck snacks to honor the Chaco Taco. I'm leading right now at 36%. Evan, second, 35%. Adam, you, 29%. 
As of now, the standings are in season three of Draft Mockery. I'm up to nine wins. Toby Altizer has, I believe, six. Yeah, Toby has six wins. Kevin Holden, Stephanie Sutton, Tim Allen all have two wins in third place. Evan Heffelfinger, Tim Shea, Adam Roberts, Bart Winkler, Scott Grotsky all have one in fourth place. Today's draft brought to you by Bathtub Matt, who inspired this topic and mentioned and honestly, you know, asked us to do this if we could. And I said, absolutely. Today we are drafting things that you need in the wilderness to survive. We are drafting no electronics and no vehicles. Everything else is on the board. Um, based on yesterday's draft. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no communication devices. I have electronics. No communication devices. You have electronics? No uh, you'll see. No communication devices, no vehicles. All right, fair enough. Um, today's draft order. I picked second, so I'll be going first. Um, let's see. Adam, you picked third. You'll be going second. Unfortunately, Matt, because Evan Heffelfinger had the first overall pick yesterday, you'll be going third today, all right? Okay, is there a fourth person? No, just us three. We're doing four picks, all right? Oh, wow, then I'm definitely going to win. Okay, yep. All right. Um, I guess with my first pick, if I'm going out there in the wilderness, I have to, I'd have i rather have a gun than a knife. So I guess I'll go with a gun <laughs> for my first pick. Okay, gun. Better cross that off my list. I got my draft board out here. I thought we were going to get rid of the gun, but I'm surprised that, I mean, you could use a bow and arrow, obviously, in the wilderness. Uh, you could use guy. a knife. I'm a gun guy. All right, fair enough. Uh, Adam, your first pick in today's draft. So I'm going to go with a vital source of life that we all need to survive on this planet. Give me clean water. Fair enough. You got to be more specific. Oh, come on. So wait, you're bringing, you're bringing bottled water into the wilderness? No, I'm bringing like one of those things Indiana Jones will have with him. Like a canteen. Water yeah, a big system. canteen. So just say canteen. All right, fine. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, bat, bathtub Matt, your first pick in today and I... things you want to have in the wilderness. I am going to take an unlimited source of fresh water. I, with my first pick, will take a glacier. <laughs> you know what? I You're like it. Carry a glacier? I'd love to see that. I don't have to carry it. I just, I just need it out there in the wilderness with me. Fair enough. It can already be out there. It can be out there before you get in the wilderness. So you know, what? I'm yep. gonna, I'm gonna, I'll prove that. Okay, I'm gonna okay that. Adam, are we okay in that? Yep. This is a democracy sure, in draft mockery. Yeah, it's your game, man. All right, fair enough. Um, it's gonna keep me, it's gonna keep being that wacky, so buckle up. All right, I love it. With my second pick in today's draft and things you want with you in the wilderness, no communication devices, no vehicles. I will go with a lighter. Fire, good. I need fire. And I'd rather have a lighter than try to use those like sticks and try to make fire. So give me a lighter with my second pick. Adam. With my second selection, I'm going to go tent i need a good source of shelter from the weather conditions see i don't know about you matt but i'm a man and i'm fine with like sleeping you in the 40? trees i'm i'm fine with sleeping in the trees i'm fine with sleeping on the ground well, i don't need no, no. tent I love all the right I'm a, I'm that's fine you get ground. hypothermia call me again i'm cool with hypothermia well you get, can't call me because we don't have phones i don't get hypothermia hypothermia gets right. me okay chuck norris um at or matt your second pick in today's draft with the second pick in the Wilderness Survival Items draft, I will take the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse with solar panels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's not going to fit the character yeah, limit. We got to fit this into one tweet. So you're going to say, right, can uh, we just I'll say a treehouse? Then I'll take a double wide trailer with solar panels. Okay. <laughs> we got No, we got to fit this into like two to three words. And that's that's a vehicle too. Yeah, what the hell? No, double double wide trailer. I looked up the definition Wheels. of a vehicle before I made this. You can, how about you can give me a, a, an abandoned military base? I'll take that. Okay, all right. I'm all right. fine with that. Abandoned sure. military base. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, this is a weird draft. It's very bizarre. Uh, I love it, though. The full taste of bathtub mat in the fall. You know what? If it's going to be like this, you are gladly welcome to do more future draft mockeries. Um, That's what I've been screaming. My third pick in today's draft. Um, I said I wanted to. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna. I think I can get that later on. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna try to get that in the fourth round. My last pick. I'm gonna take a cooking pot with my third pick. What happened to being a man sleeping in the trees? You need silverware, cutlery, pots. I mean, I'd rather have a pot than just what happens if I need to like make some soup or something like that. I don't know. You got two hands that you can cup? I don't know. I'm going to take a cooking pot, though, with my third pick, Adam. All right. Let's see. Third suggestion. Ooh, ooh, I got a good one. I just thought of this. I'm going to go first aid kit. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, once again, I'm going to go the Chuck Norris route. Like, if I get a cut or whatever, I'm just going to, you know, eat it. You're going to cure it with your cooking pot? Why not? I could just, like, you know, singe the cut and just kind of put it back together with a hot pan. You do have a lighter with you. Right. So there we go. Uh, bathtub okay, mat. I- Luckily, I have an abandoned military base, so there are first aid supplies inside there. <laughs> right. With the with the third pick, there's also guns. The wilderness survival items draft. I will take an Africa-sized crate of dehydrated meals. Okay, so we'll just you know, say one of those one of those crates that they drop from the right. airplane into Ethiopia. Yeah, I'm taking one of those. Okay, geez. Um, so we'll say dehydrated meals because once again, we got to fit this into one tweet, and all of your things are like taking up way too many characters on Twitter. Uh, so you can, you can put uh, MRE. Meals ready to eat. That works. That works. All right. Great. Uh, final round in today's draft. Still a lot of good picks in my opinion. Um, but this is the one that I was hoping to go with. And I think I'm going to take it from my last pick. I'm going to go with... Oh, man. Do I want to do that, though? No. I was going to go with a rope, but I'm going to go with a knife instead. So I'm going to have a gun and a knife. That way I can cut things. I can, like, do that little machete thing that people do to look tough in the wilderness and chopping down. Yeah, you're going to look really cool. Yeah, I'm going to look really cool, even though I might not have water. So I'll welcome you into my military base when you get there. All right, cool. So I'm going with a knife with my last pick. Adam, your last pick in today is things you want in the wilderness draft. So I have currently no weapons, unless we're counting my hands, and I have no food. <laughs> I have a canteen, a tent, and a first aid kit. you got to make some magic here with your last pick. Oh, I have a very good idea of how to make some magic with my final selection. I don't do a lot of pandering on Night's Gourmet Popcorn Draft Mackery. Mockery. I got food on the mind. So I need to get some food here. I am going with my final selection to take a bag of Night's Gourmet Popcorn to sustain myself in the All right. woods. I like I love Night's Gourmet Popcorn, so it's going to be very delicious while you're out in the wilderness. But, um, you want to upgrade that to a crate of Night's Gourmet Popcorn. Right. I if think... it's the Milwaukee mix, then yes. Okay. All right. Night's Gourmet Popcorn. Complete pandering there, but you know, I'll allow it. Uh, bathtub Matt, before we let you back into the Brewer game, which, by the way, I think the fifth inning finally just ended, what is your last pick in today's draft of Wilderness Things? With the final pick in the Wilderness Survival items draft. Bathtub Matt, also known as Bat in the Fall, selects cannabis seeds. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not promoting that for any particular reasons, but you know, I think that's a solid pick, Matt. Thank you. I think uh, my list is pretty good. I think it's very entertaining. I don't know if it's good, but it's it's entertaining. It's going to be fun to read back. Right, uh, Adam? Would you do that if you if you could? Yes, sir, Mr. Schmitz. With the Night's Gourmet Popcorn, things you need in the Wilderness Draft Mockery, no communication devices, no vehicles. Sam, you selected a gun, yeah, a lighter, America, a cooking pot, and a knife. I selected a canteen, a tent, a first aid kit, and coming this year to German Fest uh, Night's Gourmet Popcorn. Adam, you I think you might have a you might set the record for consecutive Night's Gourmet Popcorn Draft Mockery, third place finishes. Hey, you know what? First the worst, second the best, third the one with the treasure chest of Night's Gourmet Popcorn <laughs> Milwaukee Mix. And what is Matt in the Falls, a.k.a. Bathtub Matt's team? <laughs> this might be one of the more creative draft selections of all time. Really Bathtub was. Matt, you selected okay. a glacier, an abandoned military base, MREs, <laughs> and cannabis seeds. You will be able to vote on these selections in just a matter of moments at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. All right, Bathtub Matt, we'll let you go back to the Brewer game, and I'm sure because of how wacky and weird things got, we will do more of these in the future with you, all right? And I will continue to bring the good. You will. All right, thank you very much. Have a good all rest right, of the day. day. That was Bathtub Matt, our contestant for Night's Gourmet Popcorn Draft Mockery, providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. When you go to Night's Gourmet Popcorn, Make sure to mention 1250 AM The Fan. You'll find yourself 20% off your order. Also, want to remind you guys, Night's Gourmet Popcorn will be at German Fest this weekend. So make sure to check them out and get some Night's Gourmet Popcorn while you're walking along the festival. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get back into the David Bakhtiari talk as well. And we'll also hear from Pete Doherty in about 15 minutes to talk more about Packers training camp. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. Sam Schmitz and Adam Roberts in this afternoon with you on 1250 AM The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. Sam Schmitz filling in this afternoon. 
here on 1250 AM. The fan just wrapped up night's gourmet popcorn draft mockery. Want to remind you guys, though, that never miss a moment of the fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download the fan afternoon show and listen whenever and wherever you get work, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, this portion of the afternoon show brought to you by Unwritten. Dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rulebook with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at all the secret and not-so-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. Ron and Jimmy give you players' perspectives on bat flips, bean balls, brawls, and more. Download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Going to talk to Pete Doherty in about a little less than 15 minutes here at 345. The Green Bay Press-Gazette talk about Packers training camp, David Bakhtiari, Christian Watson, and much more. But before we do that, i got a couple more minutes here for you guys before we get into the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show once Brewers and Twins are over to talk about David Bakhtiari. Once again, asking you guys, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. How confident are you guys in David Bakhtiari being ready to go for week one? And if you're not confident at all, I want to hear from you guys. When do you think David Bakhtiari will be back? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. We heard from Matt LaFleur and Brian Kudikins, who spoke at Packers training camp earlier today to start off the show. But here was what David Bakhtiari had to say himself about recovering from his injuries. Concern level, low, really like where I'm at, especially compared to where I was just overall last year. Uh, I think he kind of hit it on the head. No expectations. Taking it every day at a time. Like where I'm at. And uh, yeah. excited to play again. So I know it was a little hard to hear with all the Packers media members around them. It's sometimes hard to hit, get that microphone in there. But Dave Bakhtiari pretty much saying what Matt LaFleur and Brady Kunigans were saying. that No expectations for when exactly to expect him to be back. But on top of that, after the media talked to Dave Bakhtiari, Ryan Wood tweeted this out at by Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Dave Bakhtiari made an important clarification about what exactly he's recovering from. According to Dave Bakhtiari, quote, it's not really an ACL issue. That's been actually a long time ago. We put that chapter to bed. There's just other issues we're navigating around, things I'm learning, according to David Bakhtiari. And once again, when we heard from Brian Gudikins, it's a pretty lengthy soundbite, so I won't play it again for you guys. Maybe later on when we come back after the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show. But David Bakhtiari, according to him and Brian Gudikins, that he also, now we've learned that he's undergone another procedure to kind of get that knee ready and hopefully healthy, but I don't know, man. The fact that we're still almost, it's going to be almost two seasons since David Bakhtiari initially suffered his ACL injury and we're still dealing with stuff. I mean, when I first heard that David Bakhtiari was on the pup list to begin training camp, I was like, okay, maybe they're just being cautious with him. And once again, in order to be activated from the pup list during training camp, you have to be on there to begin. So I was like, yeah, okay, maybe hopefully they can activate him within a couple of days and he'll actually be participating in training camp. But now, I'm just hoping he can get ready for the first couple weeks of the season. I'm not expecting we'd be back for week one. So 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan got a couple more responses on social media. Lambo guy. I'm assuming he's a Packer fan on Twitter at 1250. And the fan says no idea, but I know this. You don't become the best left tackle in football without doing the work. He'll do everything in his power to rehab and get back on the field. And that's another, I guess, uh, stem from this question that we could probably get into is when David Bakhtiari does come back, how good do we, how good are we expecting him to be? And how good do we think he's going to be? Because look, at the end of the day, when David Bakhtiari was healthy and when he was playing for the Green Bay Packers, he was the number one left tackle in football, arguably. But I don't know the fact that he's dealing with an ACL injury. And on top of that, it looks like potentially stuff in his knee that might be bothering him for a majority of the rest of his career I just don't know if you're going to ever get that guy again. I think I think he'll get flashes, and I think he'll you know obviously still be a very good left tackle, but number one in the league, I'm not 100% sure about that. On Facebook, we have a couple gifs of Spock that says that hardly seems likely. Uh, Joe, on a scale of 1 to 10, says he's at about a 5 of David Bakhtiari being ready to go. Daniel said, as confident, uh, I'm not going to read that. That gets into politics, don't want to. Make some people mad. Uh, John on Facebook says, absolutely confident. So We have some Packer fans that are confident that David Bakhtiari will make a recovery. A lot, though, that we're getting on social media, which understandably so, after we heard from David Bakhtiari today, we heard from the Packers media, we heard from Brian Gudikins, Matt LaFleur, and once again, we'll talk with Pete Doherty in a couple minutes here from the Green Bay Press Gazette about David Bakhtiari and his recovery. 
I thought at this point we would hopefully be over the hump with David Bakhtiari, but it looks like we're just continuing to deal with nagging issues and stuff like that. And according to David Bakhtiari himself, based on what Ryan Wood tweeted out, now it's not even the ACL. It's other stuff going, other stuff happening in the knee. So that's concerning because after the regular season game against Detroit, we heard him talk in the Pat McAfee show about his knee and the fact that it was pretty much just Last year, after that Detroit game, it was just constantly draining fluid from that knee, which just sounds disgusting. And I can't imagine how painful that is to deal with and play with. But I don't know when this is going to clear up for David Bakhtiari, but it's not looking good. 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250. And the fans got to the phone lines. Go out to Trav and Brown Deer. Trav, you're on the fan. Love you, Sam. Uh, Love you too, you man. Know, that, that was a great thing. Uh, I think for a guy, just watch Rainbow One, you know? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. First blood. So. Okay. And uh, other than that, uh, oh, I got a couple things. So, hey, you know what, Con Air. Hey, uh, I've heard, Trav. We'll talk about it in a little bit here. Hey, hey do you get the pictures now, right? I got them right here, Trav. We do. Right at them. And we'll probably, we'll, Trav, we're going to talk about it because we're going to have the G. I Wagner Plumbing guys, Baseball man. Post Game I, Show. I, I, I love talking with you, man. Love yeah. you too, man. Um, but we'll talk to you later, all right? Yeah, bye. All right, that was Trav and Brown here. And um, apparently... He was inspired. Travin Brown Deer took Aaron Rodgers-like pictures of himself uh, dressed as Nick Cage and Conair. So I guess we'll see those later on. I'll probably, Adam, you can probably tweet those out if you want at your account, and then we'll retweet them on the fan account for you guys to see. But anyways, we'll continue to talk about Packers training camp. We'll talk about David Bakhtiari and more. Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joins us next. Stay tuned. It's the Fan Afternoon Show with Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM. The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. Sam Schmitz along with Adam Roberts in this afternoon talking about the Packers, David Bakhtiari, and more as Packers training camp kicks off today. Good day for NFL fans, but no one better to talk about it with than none other than Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Doherty. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Pete, how are you this afternoon? Thanks for the time, man. Sure, I'm doing well. How about you guys? Not too bad. Obviously, pretty excited because we're getting closer and closer to the start of the NFL season with training camp underway, especially in Green Bay today. But obviously, Pete, the story of training camp today has been David Bakhtiari. And I think we are all we all kind of stood up a little bit when we saw him on the pup list to begin training camp, hoping that he could maybe be activated, you know, during training camp. But, you know, today, obviously, we hear from Brian Gutekinds that he suffered another procedure he also himself said that it's not even really the ACL injury anymore. It's other stuff going on in that knee. I mean, how? I, I'm not even going to say, are you expecting him to be back for week one? But like when, I guess, when would you expect David Bakhtiari or how worried are you about this knee injury right now? Yeah, you're, uh, your guess is as, as good as mine. I mean, there's been so many setbacks with this. I mean, it's just a huge red flag. Um, I don't know. I mean, theoretically he could be back for the opener. Uh, nothing that's happened to this point suggests that that's how it's going to go, but we don't, we just don't, we don't know, you know, one thing, and I don't know how, how much to read into this, but you know, they have got a bunch of guys on PUP and the non-football injury list, which, you know, I mean, it just means they can't practice until they pass their physical and they were working during practice on the side, doing kind of conditioning drills, footwork stuff, all that. And he was not among that group. So that suggests he's farther away than all those guys, you know. Um, and I just don't know when he'll be back or if he'll be back and how good he'll be when he does come back. It could be he's back for the opener. He might stay on PUP and miss, you know, close to the first half of the season. Who knows? Um, there's just no predicting with the ups and downs, mostly downs of his recovery from the ACL surgery plus I he obviously had um, more damage than just the ACL like you said but you know he hasn't said whether it was MCL cartilage could be both um, but it's uh, it's got to be a huge red flag because that's such a crucial position right and obviously along with David Bakhtiari the other best offensive lineman on the Packers Elton Jenkins also dealing with the ACL injury as well but based on the first day of camp and I've kind of seen some of the tweets and all that and how the configurations have been working out but I was assuming that Bakhtiari might not be ready to go for week one. And then we're also waiting for Elton Jenkins about halfway through the season to hopefully, hopefully come back at that time. Excuse me. How do you see the offensive line kind of shaking out until then with Yash Nijman definitely having to step up, but could also their draft pick out of UCLA, Sean Ryan also be making opportunity or getting opportunities to start right away. 
Yeah, it's it's really wide open, and it was you know last year I don't know if you remember, but they had both guard spots were open, and they had three three guys going for it, and in the end, a fourth guy, Royce Newman, ended up a rookie, fourth round pick, ended up went in one of the two spots, kind of came out of nowhere. I think we're looking at a similar thing this year with you know the two or three positions open. I think you know Nyman's got to be a pretty decent bet to start at left tackle. I thought he played pretty solid overall last year. Um, you know, with Bakhtiari out and then Jenkins getting hurt. Yeah, I think uh, I think Nyman played eight games. I think it was. Um, so our, you know, if you're betting, you're betting on him winning that job. But the right guard and right tackle, um, there's any of four or five guys who would end up there. And you know, like you said, it, you know, Ryan was working with the twos at right guard today. But you know, just like Newman last year. In fact, Newman came from farther down the depth chart. I mean, Ryan could end up winning the job. Newman was working right tackle with the with the starters today, as a matter of fact, and Jake Hansen was the right guard. But um, I'm sure we'll see all sorts of combinations of players, and uh, who knows who will end up with those two jobs. I wouldn't bet a lot on any one of those particular guys right now. It could be any two of, of four or five guys. Right. Once again, we're talking with Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. You can follow him on Twitter, at Pete Doherty. Talking about Packers training camp, David Bakhtiari, stuff like that. Moving away from the offensive line, the other, obviously, a big question mark that all the fans are worrying about kind of right now is the wide receiver group. But on top of that, we obviously know that Christian Watson's on the pup list right now, recovering from minor knee surgery in June. Do we kind of have an update or any idea of, like, if he'll be ready to go during training camp? Or is it more so a thing that they honestly don't? I know Matt LaFleur all day has been saying there's no expectations for any of these guys and when they're going to be back. But. Do you have any gauge on like Christian Watson and his uh, recovery? Yeah, you know, I, it's it's smart to be really skeptical of anything they say about injuries. Um, you know, I just tend to not believe much of it. But you know, sometimes they do give indications of at least what you know their best read is. And I think in Gutekunst's press conference today, he said he expected Watkins back very soon and Watson back sooner rather than later. That suggests they expect Watson back at least before camp ends. That's that's what that suggests to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as we've seen, you know, especially with Bakhtiari here, you never know how these things are going to go. And um, so I don't know for sure when Watson will be back. But it does. They did make it sound like they expect him back sometime during camp. Whether that means two weeks in or four weeks in, uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine there. Right. Obviously, though, the aside from the rookie wide receivers, the veteran wide receiver that fans and certainly the Green Bay Packers are expecting to definitely step up this year, Alan Lazard. I've been obviously following along today with a lot of the tweets. I know we can't make too much out of today and until the pads go on. But Alan Lazard, I mean, how much are you what are you kind of expecting from him this year? The fact that he kind of waited out and this is finally we get to see him this year after waiting out for that hopeful long term contract that he never got. What are your expectations for Alan Lazard going into this season? Well, I would think, you know, he's going to get a lot of targets. He's the most experienced, uh, productive guy. You know, Cobb has played longer, but Lazard's younger and, you know, has more upside. And um, he's going to be their de facto, you know, number one guy. I don't think he's going to get, a, you know, I don't know. I can't even remember how many targets Adams got last year. Uh, might have been a size 150, but I don't think it'll be anything like that. But I could see Lazard catching you know, 70 balls this year, maybe even a, a little more than that. Cause I mean, it's the NFL, you throw the ball a lot. Somebody has got to catch it. Um, so I would think he would have statistically a good year. I don't think he's the kind of, I mean, he's not a guy who's going to defenses aren't going to come into games, game planning to take this guy out of the game. He's just not, you know, the kind of dynamic guy that you would do that for. Um, you know, I don't think, is there even another team in the league where he'd be the number one guy? You wouldn't think so. Right. Um, but he'll, he'll have, I would assume if he stays healthy, he's going to get plenty of targets and lots of catches and a chance to, you know, to show, to, to show well and, and make a fair amount of money, uh, if he hits free agency next year. So obviously with the pass catchers, we all assume aside from the wide receivers that Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon be a big part of this offense, but also, another player dealing with an ACL injury is Robert Tunyon. And unfortunately, while we wait for Robert Tunyon to come back, it's going to be a whole lot of Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuar. And I'm kind of keeping an eye on Patrick Taylor, who I know unfortunately had a turnover today at camp. But, I mean, do you think that that room of tight ends can certainly 
live up to the production that they're hoping for that once before Robert Tunyon comes back. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's not a ton of, uh, you know, just pure talent over there. I mean, Lewis is what, I think, 38. I mean, that yeah. is just beyond ancient for, uh, you know, a tight end in this league. Um, so, you know, I think Tyler Smith, they, you know, he he could be a Tunyon-like guy kind of coming up from nowhere. And, um, you know, he might get he might end up being a little more productive than any of us uh, would have guessed. But I, it's really important. And, and DeGuara. You know, he's a third-round pick, so they need to um, start getting something out of him. You know, he had the ACL in his rookie season, and that I think that affected him to come back even last year. I think it wasn't until late in the year where he started looking like he was full speed again. Um, but I getting Tunyon back and him being, you know, something close to what he was before the ACL injury, I think is a uh, could could end up being a really important thing for this team because if he were healthy he'd arguably be their most you know their best receiving target um so if they can get him back fairly early in the year and have him playing you know pretty good football by december um i think that would really help their their chances uh, assuming they make the postseason once again we're talking to pete doherty of the green bay press gazette follow him on twitter at pete doherty about packers training camp now Moving to the defensive side of the ball, because a lot of Packers fans are excited. Everyone's saying that they're hoping that this can be a top 10, top defense in the NFL. But especially with the cornerback position, it's it's good that obviously the Packers brought back Rasul Douglas. But did you see, like, what is the plan for whoever's going to fill in as the slot corner? Because obviously Rasul, Eric Stokes, and Jair, they have, if not any, experience at that slot corner position. Yeah, none of them is, uh, I mean, I guess physically... Alexander was the is the best built for it, you know, smaller, quicker guy. But he's so good on the outside. I think they want to keep him there as much as possible. Today it was uh, with the starters. It was all Douglas with the starters. Now hmm. um, this is this is part of installs. The first two weeks they have very specific parts of their offense and defense that they're putting in each day. It's not a random mix of everything that they do. It's you know it's really specific to to certain personnel groups and downs and distances and all that. Um, so, you know, maybe that'll change as the installs go, but it's sure, you know, reading off today and what they were doing in the off season, it looks like it's going to be primarily Douglas. And the best guess is maybe Alexander plays in there sometimes, depending on opponent and game plan. Um, you know, different teams have different kinds of receivers and there might be a really good receiver slot guy that they want to match Alexander with. Um, and you know, you never know if they might throw somebody else in that slot mix too like savage maybe he'll play up there a little bit but it looks like douglas is going to be their primary uh, nickel guy once again talking with pete torty of the green bay press gazette just one more for you here pete i'm Leroy butler who i'm sure you'll talk to probably next week before he gets enshrined he was kind of uh always he was kind of the one who was ahead of us in all this and thinking about when is matt lafleur brian gudikins and russ ball going to get their extensions and thankfully you know after the shareholders meeting with mark murphy we figured out via the media that they, in fact, did get contract extensions. Now, I know that the front office contracts are always, they kind of keep them under, you know, they kind of hide their cards. They don't really reveal the details all too much. But I think all we can really tell at this point is that they're on the same timeline. Do, are we ever going to find any other details about Matt LaFleur and Brian Gudikin's contracts, especially? Yeah, it'll eventually come out. Now, you know, it's not like with player contracts where, yeah. you know, the player contracts are filed with the Players Association and every agent, every certified agent has access to every contract. So those things get filed and boom, immediately any agent can look it up for anybody. And they that's how the, the really specific details uh, get reported. There's nothing, there's no clearinghouse like that for the, uh, for coaches and GMs. So this is just something that'll, come out slowly most likely you know one of the agents who does primarily coaches and gms will eventually find out what the contract is and leak that to to reporters um you know not the agent who did the contract but somebody else's agent uh but it's you know that might take a little while um it might take a you know a few weeks or a couple months but we'll eventually uh find out but uh, i have you know I know no one's reported it, and I haven't seen what the details are and how many years or or what the pay is for uh, either of those guys. Gotcha. 
That is Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Doherty. Pete, thank you so much for the time. I'm sure the guys in the Wendy's Big Show, they'll have you on before Leroy Butler officially gets enshrined in Canton, Ohio. And once again, I'm sure we'll talk again before the regular season begins. Thank you so much for the time today, Pete. All right, sounds good. Thanks for uh, having me. No problem. That is Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience the state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Brewers still in action. We're in the seventh inning. So we've got a couple more innings to go before the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show with Tim Allen begins here on the afternoon show. So in the meantime, we'll continue to talk about the Green Bay Packers, kind of talk, you know, dive into what Pete talked about there. Probably talk a little more David Bakhtiari as well. When we take a break, more Packers talk coming up here on the Fan Afternoon Show. Sam Schmitz and Adam Robertson this afternoon on 1250 AM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.